0: Fight Back with Libby Zneimer on Zoomer Radio.
1: Welcome back. Do you have your Christmas tree yet? And if not, you may be out of luck because there's actually a shortage of the evergreens in our area, which is one reason why in the debate between the real tree and the faux tree, The fake tree is getting a boost. And that is above and beyond the question of which is more eco-friendly. And we want to hear from you on this important debate as we head into the holiday. 416-360-0740. Toll free 1-866-740-4740. And now... To, to wade into the fake versus real debate, we've got Kerry McLavin, Forest Ontario's Director of, Oppos- of Operations and a devoted fan of natural Christmas trees and interior designer Eric McClelland. And he is a designer with Fleur-de-lis Designs and a Faux Tree supporter. Hi. Thanks for joining us. Hi, Libby. Thank you. Good afternoon. Okay. Kerry, uh, let's start with you. So first of all, why is there a shortage of trees? Well, actually,
2: it depends on where you are. So out in eastern uh, Canada, we've actually had, you know, different weather factors that have affected tree growth. So because they are natural, they are susceptible to the weather that we have here in Canada and the conditions that they grow in. Um, Another thing is that, you know, if you don't buy local, if if folks are buying trees from the United States, you know, there is the dollar factor in that. But uh, there's definitely not a shortage here in Ontario. Um, there are real Christmas tree farms that people can go out to and cut their own if they so wish.
1: Well, uh I beg to dimmer. I've, I've seen stories, and even uh, here in our newsroom, Bob Komsik, I mean, for people who go to their usual places where they buy these things, uh, they're having a problem finding a tree. And I've seen pictures of, of store lots that are pretty well empty, I guess, uh, you know, maybe if you go out to a farm. Uh, what is the problem then? So,
2: there's definitely an increase in demand for the real trees. Um, you know, there's a movement towards, you know, getting local food and growing your own. And so people are really starting to pick up on on the real tree movement, which is really exciting. But because trees take a certain number of years to grow, the market does have to respond to something like that. So you may notice in some stores they're not used to those kinds of sales um, and, and may not be able to plan for that. Um So I I could say that that would be a factor, Um, again, along with the things that affect trees' growth, which include, you know, drought and and things like that, which definitely has affected eastern Canada.
1: And uh, what about one explanation that I heard was that there was a recession 10 years ago. Trees take about 10 years, and that is the reason in terms of the planning. Does that sound about right? Yep, that definitely that definitely can be a factor. Like I said,
2: trees trees can take upwards of a decade, uh, ten years to grow to the right height to be a Christmas tree. So you know you're not you're going to see that cycle impacted multi, many years before the trees are ready to to sell.
1: Okay, uh, Eric McClelland, you're a fan of the fake tree. Does this just play into it?
3: Um. Not really. I think I'm a fan of the fake tree from practicality reasons and decor reasons. Um, I'm actually a fan of fake trees that look very fake. So I like white trees, gold trees, silver trees, so that you're not trying to emulate a real tree, but as opposed to that, you're really using it as a fun decor accent.
1: Uh Uh-huh. And... uh What about uh, real trees? Is it just is it just an aesthetic thing with you or is there any ecological factor? I mean, if you if you are a fan of real trees, it is local and it's natural, but you kill a tree every year as opposed to uh, a fake tree, which you just pull out of the basement locker.
3: Well, I think there is a factor involved in the, um, you know, artificial trees that they are reusable. Um, I mean, on the other hand, they do have plastic components in them that are probably not necessarily environmentally friendly to um, to manufacture. But at least once they're manufactured, you're not buying them over and over and over again. I think there's also the aspect of it that it really depends where you're at. If you're in a small condo or you're in an apartment, um, getting a real tree up there is not necessarily the most practical, as well as you can really get artificial trees in a variety of shapes now. Um, I just purchased a silver and gold one this year that... um, are five feet tall but they're only 18 inches around and um, you know you could actually have a couple of them in your apartment without taking up a huge amount of space so i think it's a bit of a space constraint as well as an aesthetic value, and then there's also the practicality of not having needles and all of the mess that's kind of involved in the aftermath of a real tree.
1: Uh, Carrie, what have you seen over the last few years in terms of the real versus fake debate? Yeah, so in talking
2: to some of the folks that are in the Christmas tree growing industry, um, we are definitely seeing an increase in uptake. Um, and you definitely, as you you said earlier, you know, the demand for trees is increasing. And, and there are people that are finding that, you know, they like to support the local business. And there are folks that are interested in doing things that are beneficial for the environment. And as, as you alluded to earlier, it, actually, real trees are the more ecological, uh, positive choice. They you know they sequester carbon, they're providing habitat while they grow. you know when you cut one, we're planting more so so it is ending, ending up being that a better more beneficial ecological choice. So a lot of people are moving that way, and the local food movement it it's sort of following suit with that
1: okay, uh let us take a call from Cameron. Hi, Cameron.
4: Hi, good afternoon. How are you? Very, very well, thanks, yeah. Uh, we uh, we're a uh, real tree family. Have been had a lot of fun cutting them at you know Horton's Tree Farm up north and that kind of thing. Throwing snowballs at each other and um, it's that's always been a good fun thing. We generally try to get it just a week before Christmas so we can have it through to New Year's. So there is some sort of shortage going on because I mean I live in the east end of the city. And we started looking around at the Loblaws and the grocery stores and the Home Depots and finally made it to a Canadian Tire store. And um, the guy had about 12 or 15 trees left. said, Oh, God, thank goodness. And I got him to cut a couple of branches off. How much is it? Oh, it's $120 plus tax. (laughs) And I looked at the guy and I nearly had a fit. And my 25-year-old son started laughing. And so I said, Oh no, thank you, I'll go find another one. Worst case scenario I'll go find a tree farm and cut it myself.
1: But, what do you uh, usually just, uh, pay? A huge
4: McDuff guy. What what
1: do you usually pay? Um I've paid
4: twenty nine ninety five and thirty nine ninety five. I found a tree on um Pate for thirty
1: nine ninety five. And a uh, nice tree?
4: Uh no. No, no, it's our uh, it's our Charlie Brown tree, we called it already. <laughs>
1: okay Priceless. so you you got you got an ugly tree for for forty bucks, yep, yeah,
4: it's got holes in it, it's got no branches, but we put lots of decorations, so it's okay
1: <laughs> okay, Cameron, thank you for that good fun, okay thanks bye-bye bye-bye. Okay, well, uh, the cost is a factor, and I have to say, in previous years, uh, my husband often comes home like he he always manages to pick the most expensive tree on the lot, so uh, that figure that Cameron just told us about that that didn 't surprise me, but right now, we are going to take a quick break, and we will be back with more on the grace Christmas tree debate. also want to hear from you if you 're having trouble finding a tree. If the trees are too expensive, uh, what you're going to end up doing, the numbers to call 416-360-0740, toll free 1-866-740-4740. And we will be right back.
0: You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Schneimer on Zoomer Radio.
1: Welcome back. We are talking about Christmas trees, and here is an interesting statistic. It's American. I don't know if it translates to Canada, but according to the American Christmas Tree Association, three quarters of American households display a tree, and about 80% of those are artificial. I find that surprising. Let's go to Barbara in Etobicoke. Hi, Barbara. Hi, Libby. How are you today? Fine. I'm very interested in your topic. I
5: actually do like both artificial and real. When I was younger, I loved the real because of the smell of the pine and the cedar in the house. Now I kind of compensate for that with garlands I make and use as part of the decor. But we've gone with artificial in our family, um, primarily, I guess, sentimental reasons. My mother purchased an artificial tree, if you can believe this, 45 years ago at the old Eaton's College Street store at Young Street and this is a tree where it has 65 branches, each one has to be assembled into the pole individually. So it's a bit of a love-hate relationship when we're bringing the tree up and pulling it together, but it's a scotch pine that has beautiful long branches. They've stood the test of time 45 years later I'll and say. they're a decorator's delight because you can decorate the entire branch right to the inside of the tree put twinkling lights, and one of the decorations that we've added is I still have the old bill from Eaton's College Street that shows <laughs> you purchased it on the last day of 1973 for $19.98 plus tax.
1: Bargain, yeah, exactly. Compared that, to today, that's that is um, a wonderful story, and I, I'm going to bring Eric in. Uh, so, wow, well, uh, and I would also say that uh, reusing an artificial tree reduces its environmental impact. So, uh, yeah, I think I think you're good on that note, Barbara. Thank you, <laughs> Eric. What, about I what?
3: I actually have a story very similar. My friend Ruthann. I just bought a used artificial tree, and the woman that she bought it from had bought it in California in 1963. Wow. It's a white tree. All of the branches are sculpted. They all go in together. It's very supple. It's in absolutely perfect condition, and it looks great. So, you know, that tree is 55 years old and still kicking.
1: And, Eric, (laughs) what can people expect to pay for a fake tree?
3: Well, you really do get what you pay for. So, you can get them for as little as $200 and then they can go upwards to 500 or 800 depending what you're
1: Oh my god. Oh my god. That's that wow. I I think I like the price tag on on Barbara's Street better. <laughs> so <laughs> <Yeah>. do I. <laughs> okay, let's take one wow. last very quick I, call I from on, on from Reed, but Reed, you, you have an echo there. You've got to turn down your radio. Call from... uh, Reed, are you there without your radio? Oh, how are you doing? Fine. We have uh, about a minute, less than a minute left. I just want to let everybody know there's lots of trees at Greenwood and Queen, and the trees
2: are phenomenal. I've been buying them there for four years. Uh, they're real trees, they're jack pines, there's all sorts of different uh, styles. They run for about 40 bucks, and you can get like a six-foot tree, and it doesn't shed. It's really, really good as long as you water it every day, and you can keep it for over at least six weeks.
1: Okay, well, there's a good tip for people. If you haven't got around to it, uh, get yourself to Queen and Greenwood. Yeah, it's
2: called the East End Garden Center.
1: Okay, a yeah. free ad for them. Thanks for that, Reed. No, thank you. Okay, I want to say that is all the time we have for Fight Back for today. Thank you to Kerry McLaughlin and Eric McClelland, our Christmas tree experts.
0: You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio.